Monica Armstrong, and I'm obsessed with helping women emancipate themselves from limiting beliefs and behaviors that prevent them from operating in their zone of success. I'm a former corporate executive turned coach who gave it all up to help women rise above personal constraints and march boldly towards becoming the women they were born to be. My goal for this podcast is to make it a space where we shatter old thought patterns, challenge limiting beliefs, and break the chains of societal norms. Here, you are not defined by your past, but empowered by the potential of your future. So join us on this journey as we dig deep into a world of transformative insight and empowering information. Because remember, you are more than just a product of your past. You are the architect of your future. Welcome to Girl Emancipated. Welcome back to episode number 14 of the Girl Emancipated podcast. I am your host, Veronica Armstrong. And today we're going to be discussing the power of no. Yes, the power of no and how asserting yourself and setting boundaries can reshape your experience and your relationships. This is one of my favorite topics because this is something I talk about a lot in coaching other women. So I hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. We're going to start off by talking about how we were indoctrinated to not to say no. So since our childhood, many of us have been conditioned to say yes, whether it's to maintain peace or to be perceived as agreeable or just to fit into societal molds. That two letter word has become an almost automatic response for many of us. We often hear phrases like go with the flow or don't rock the boat or be a team player. And while being a team player and kind of going with the flow and not rocking the boat might be good in certain situations, there's a fine line between being overly accommodating and setting aside or overlooking our own needs, desires, and our values. The word no, it does get a bad rap and it shouldn't because it's often associated with negativity or perhaps you're being stubborn or even rude. But in reality, saying no is just a tool to preserve and protect yourself. And it's also a reflection of your knowing and understanding and respecting your boundaries. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about some of the misconceptions around the word no, and more importantly, learn how to harness its power to emphasize empowerment in your daily life. But before we go on, I looked up the definition of the word no, and I got a chuckle out of it because the way it's described can be quite negative. Okay, so let's look at a few. Okay, so it says an act or instance of refusing or denying by use of the word no. Another definition could be used to express negation, dissent, denial, or refusal. So no wonder we just look at the word no as negative because if you just read the definition of it, it does sound a little negative, right? <laughs> so I would like to look at it this way. No is an act of kind of self-preservation. You're preserving yourself, protecting your space, protecting your peace, as some people say. And truthfully speaking, it is liberating to set boundaries. It is liberating to free yourself from doing things that you don't want to do. And differentiating between selfishness 
and self-care is absolutely necessary when we talk about the word no, because oftentimes we think that when people say no, they're being selfish. It's not always the case. Really, oftentimes we're saying no because it's all about self-preservation and making sure that we protect our space or protect our peace. I want to dive deeper into some real world applications of the use of the word no, because it may seem like no is just a two-letter word, but truthfully, it is a powerful tool in our communication arsenal. And it's a tool that we, some of us have been reluctant to use because we do see it in a negative light. So let's talk about no as an act of self preservation. Think about this. You have a full plate. It's already overflowing with commitments, both personal and professional. And then comes another request from a colleague for help on a project, or maybe even a friend inviting you for a weekend getaway. Now, as much as you want to, you simply can't stretch yourself any thinner. It is in moments like these that saying no becomes more than just a response. It's an act of self-preservation because it is about acknowledging your limitations and ensuring that you're respecting your boundaries and you do not burn yourself out. You cannot possibly pour into someone else's cup if your cup is empty. Before I go on to the next thing, I want to share a story about one of my clients. And just so that you're aware, my client does know I'm sharing this story. So my client uh, is a part of my GPS Reset Academy. She's an amazing young woman. And she had a, a problem with not knowing how to say no. She was constantly accommodating others, accommodating whether it's going out, taking people to different places. She was doing a lot of it. But what I was beginning to see or what I saw was that she was overwhelmed. Her plate was full and she just didn't know what to do because she had so many things going on. And so during our coaching, I really wanted her to ask herself what the point was of taking on all of these different projects and doing all these different things for people if she was burning herself out. And her biggest concern was people feeling that she was being mean or people wouldn't like her as a result of it. And we talked through it and we got to a place where she began to realize that saying no wasn't about being mean. She wasn't being mean. And when I'd ask her, have you ever heard someone else say no to to you. And she said, yes. And I said, well, did you think they were mean? And she said, no. So then the question became, well, then why do you think that you are being mean when you say no? And it turned on a light bulb. And so she started to say no to the things that she really just didn't need to do or felt that it was too much for her. And by golly, by golly, by golly, by golly, what she learned was that when she says no, Whatever she's saying no to, it will likely get done. As she said, other people will step in and do the work that she has turned down. And so the fact that she is learning that it's okay to say no, and the fact that she learned that it's okay to engage in an act of self-preservation by not taking on something that would leave her plate overloaded, it spoke volumes to her ability to step into her power and take the steering wheel 
and say, no, I don't want to do this. But more importantly, what it did was it really helped her back away from taking on too many projects or too many tasks. And she is in a much better space than she was before. She's much happier. And I'm so excited that she learned that saying no wasn't about being mean. It was about self-preservation. So I share that story because I want you to understand how the feeling of liberation uh, when you're setting boundaries is huge. So imagine the weight that is lifted off of your shoulders when you respectfully decline something that just doesn't align with your current priorities or your values. That's what my client felt is that when she stopped saying yes to everything, she felt free, she felt liberated, she felt she could breathe. And as a matter of fact, she didn't suffer from anxiety as much because she didn't have as much as her on her plate. So setting boundaries, it gives us space to breathe, to focus, and to be present with the commitments that we do have. You don't feel overwhelmed. You don't feel under pressure. And it also allows us to ensure that those things that we are committed to, that we're able to give 100% so that we can create the outcomes that we desire to create, not just rushing through something just to get something done. And trust me, there is an unparalleled liberation in knowing and asserting your boundaries. It is like freeing yourself from an invisible cage of societal expectations and pressures. I'd like to go back to something I talked about or I mentioned earlier, and that is selfishness versus self-care. It's critical that we have this discussion because saying no can oftentimes be misconstrued as an act of selfishness. But there is a difference between being selfish and practicing self-care. So according to Merriam-Webster, selfishness is the quality or state of being selfish, a concern for one's own welfare or advantage at the expense of or in disregard of others, excessive interest in oneself. So the key here is excessive interest in oneself. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that most of us are saying no, not because we have an excessive interest in ourselves, but we're saying no, when we do say no, it's because it's not something that we want to take on. Now, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that some of us don't say no to be mean. I, <laughs> I'm not going to pretend that that doesn't happen, that if you do that, okay, that's on you. That, that's, that's how you want to live your life. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But for the purposes of this discussion, of today's discussion, it is not about the excessive focus on oneself that is driving you to say no. It really is when we need to say no so that we can protect our peace and protect our space. So in the context that I just described, saying no doesn't diminish your kindness, your cooperation, or your empathy. Instead, it's a reflection of your self-awareness and your respect for your personal boundaries and the commitment to your living a balanced life. And based on the story that I just described about my client, 
what I was hoping to demonstrate was how saying no helped free her from being what she felt was being closed in by all of these tasks and these commitments and being overwhelmed by all of these things that she couldn't possibly do in a day and keep her sanity. Now I'd like to move on and discuss how leveraging the pillars of living an emancipated life can help you in learning how to say no so that you can protect your peace. So remember, the pillars of living an emancipated life are there as tools to help you navigate daily interactions, including your ability to assert yourself in situations where no is appropriate to say. So let's break down how each pillar can help you in harnessing the power of no. So let's start with self-awareness. Every choice that we make begins with being self-aware. It's the conscious recognition of what aligns with our values and our desires and our well-being. So before we can even say no, we must first understand why we want to say it. It all boils down to recognizing when a situation or request goes against your core beliefs or simply when you just don't have the energy to give to do whatever it is you're being asked to do. The next pillar is self-acceptance, which goes hand in hand with self-awareness, except self-acceptance is about understanding and embracing our worth. It's realizing that we don't have to always please others at our own expense. When we fully accept who we are and how we lead ourselves and how we show up in life, we don't feel the need to settle for less or bend backwards to fit into someone else's mold that isn't designed for who we are. The next pillar is courage. Yes, courage. Courage is the bravery in voicing your no. It's your it's it's you're having the intestinal fortitude to say no when you need to say no. Because society has conditioned us, especially women, to shy away from confrontation. But saying no is sometimes a revolutionary act or declaration of our ability to separate ourselves from that which people might expect from us. And the truth is, it takes courage to say no. It takes courage to prioritize ourselves. And it takes courage to go against the grain because we could eventually face criticism simply for saying no. The next pillar is empowerment, which is the heart of today's topic because empowerment is about recognizing our inherent rights and capabilities. Saying no is an act of empowerment because we are asserting our agency in the decisions that shape our lives. It's about taking control of our narrative. And next is resilience. Not every no will be met with understanding, as we all know. Some of us are afraid of saying no for that very reason, because there may be backlash or we may disappoint someone or they might have a negative reaction. Well, you know what? Resilience is your armor against such reactions because it allows us to stay firm in our decisions and our choices without being swayed by what other people think or external opinions. And the next pillar is connection. The relationships that truly matter are those where mutual respect reigns supreme. So connection is about seeking out 
nurturing bonds where our boundaries are acknowledged and honored. It's about cultivating spaces where no is heard, understood, and accepted without judgment. So what I'd like to add to that is if in the connections that you have, you still have a fear of saying no, or you still do not have the intestinal fortitude to stand in your power and honor yourself because you are afraid of the reactions that you're going to get from others, I want you to ask yourself, is that how you want to live your life? Are those the types of connections that you want? Is that the type of environment or is are those spaces, the spaces you want to operate if you can't be authentically you without feeling criticized if you say no? You should think about that. Okay, next is spirituality. For many of us, spirituality is our connection to oneself or higher power. So trusting our instincts and understanding that prioritizing our well-being can be a spiritual act that further solidifies our resolve. So in moments of doubt, our spiritual compass can guide us in asserting ourselves and establishing our boundaries. And finally, purpose. When we have clarity about our life's direction and our goals, it becomes easier to set boundaries that align with the vision that we have for ourselves. So saying no to distractions or things that are out of alignment with who you are and where you want to go is saying yes to your vision for yourself and your purpose. I want to wrap up this particular discussion about the pillars by saying this. Saying no isn't about being negative or uncooperative or being mean. It is the nuanced dance of the pillars working in harmony to ensure that we live a life of authenticity, empowerment, and fulfillment. Okay, so we have been talking about the ability to say no so that you can respect your boundaries. But some of you may be wondering... How do you go about saying no? Well, in this segment, we're going to talk about some ways that you can say no to situations that may arise. Okay, so what if you're in a situation where you're overwhelmed because you have way too much going on and someone asks you to do something? You can say, thank you for considering me, but I currently have a lot on my plate and I won't be able to commit to this at this time. That doesn't sound good enough. You can say, you know what? Thank you. I really appreciate your considering me. But currently I have so much on my plate that I'm concerned if I take something else on, I'm not going to be able to deliver the way I need to deliver. So for right now, I'm going to have to decline. Now, there are lots of ways that you can spin that, but that just gives you an idea. Or what if you need to buy some time to think through something? So you can say something like, let me think about it and I'll get back to you. See, that will give you the room to think about it without feeling pressured to provide an answer on the spot. And a more succinct and direct way to say no is if someone's asking you to do something, you can simply say, you know what, I appreciate the offer, but I'll have to decline. And that you can say that if your girlfriend is asking you out for a drink or something like that, don't feel compelled to give someone the reason why your circle, your friends, your connections, they should be respectful of the fact that saying no is okay, you should have the right to say no without having to explain why. you're saying no. So I'm hoping that these examples of how to say no were helpful. Remember, you can modify what I said at any point in time to fit the situation 
that you are encountering. But whatever you decide, just realize that what I just shared with you, these scripts, it's all about being firm, but respectful. And that should make you feel much better about saying no. If you are someone who has a hard time saying no, I just want to say this, learning to say no and setting and respecting your own boundaries is an ongoing process, but it does take being consistent. And that's because being consistent sends a clear message about you and your limitations. It's not about being rigid. It's about your protecting your space or your peace and your mental and emotional well-being. So if you're inconsistent, people might assume that your boundaries are flexible and that'll lead to misunderstandings and potential conflicts. And I'm sure we, many of us have encountered that where people start to test our limits. They start to see that I might say yes in this circumstance, or I might say no in that circumstance. And if they have this expectation in their mind that I might say yes, and they ask me something and I say no, their reaction, you know, they might be upset and then it kind of puts us in a bad space. So remember, be consistent so that people recognize that you are going to stay committed to you and your own self-preservation. And if at this point in the podcast, you are still feeling some resistance to saying no, I'm going to give you some helpful exercises. So the first is visualization. Try picturing yourself successfully asserting yourself and setting a boundary. Notice how you feel. What are you saying? And visualize the positive outcome. Next is affirmations. Saying daily affirmations like my feelings and my boundaries are valid or I prioritize my well-being can slowly reframe your mindset so that you can reduce some of the resistance you're feeling to saying no. And finally, role-playing. Practicing with a friend or in front of a mirror can help you feel more prepared for real life scenarios. It's like a rehearsal for the main event so that you are not surprised by the reaction that you get and you can stand firm in your decision to say no. I share those exercises because truthfully speaking, being assertive is a skill and it's a skill that requires practice, patience, and commitment. But with these practical steps, and a dedication to self-preservation, you will find that the power to say no becomes easier and an integral part of empowering yourself in your day-to-day life. And I'd like to share just one more example of how I have learned how to kind of protect my peace and say no to situations that don't align with me in certain scenarios. My husband likes to take very impromptu trips to San Diego. And there were several times last year where he said to me the day before, hey, I want to go to San Diego. The thing is, is that I can't, you know, I was working in corporate at the time. I just can't up and just take the day off like that. It's not fair to my employees. It's not fair to my boss. It wasn't just fair to my team. So what I learned to do was rather than say no, because I hate disappointing him as well, but rather than say no, what I learned to do was say not at this time, but yes, I can. And here's what I would do. He would say to me on Wednesday, hey, I want to go to San Diego tomorrow. Or hey, I want to go on Friday. So rather than just saying flat out no, I would say, you know what, I can't fly, I can't drive with you on Thursday or tomorrow. But what I will do is I will meet you there. And so what I would do is take the day off, 
Or I would fly there and say, hey, I still have to work, but I would fly there, get a flight out the next day or two days later and meet him there so that I wasn't saying no and I was staying committed to my commitments, but at the same time, I was also saying yes. So for me, that worked. Now I'll admit, not everybody can do that, but it worked because I didn't like saying no to him. I could actually go with him to San Diego. The problem was, is that perhaps I had a meeting or something I needed to do. So it was a way for me saying, no, I can't drive with you, but I'll fly with you was a way for me to stay committed to him, say yes, but at the same time, protect my peace and to set boundaries so that I could still fulfill my commitments to my job at the same time while I was staying committed to him as well. So I hope that really gives you some insight that I too face these same scenarios every single day. It's just that I am more comfortable with saying no, and I have found ways to say no, but to say yes at the same time in those situations where it makes sense. I'd like to wrap this up by leaving you with some parting thoughts. The power of no isn't just about that singular moment when you refuse a request. It's about carving out a life that prioritizes your health, your well-being, and your values and aspirations. Remember that consistently asserting yourself and setting boundaries might initially seem like a challenge, but the long-term benefits are amazing because it fosters self-respect, it reduces feelings of resentment, and can significantly improve both your mental and emotional health. When you learn to assert boundaries, you teach others how to treat you. I'm going to repeat that. When you assert boundaries or you learn how to assert boundaries, you teach others how to treat you. And over time, this creates an environment where your needs are being recognized and your value is respected. It's also important to note that this journey to say no and to respect your boundaries, like any and all transformative journeys, it requires practice. It's a muscle that you have to develop. So for those of you who find it difficult to say no, I encourage you to start small. Maybe it's turning down an additional task when you're already overwhelmed, or perhaps it's opting for some alone time instead of an undesired social commitment. So remember, every time you bravely choose to assert yourself, you're not only saying no to the external pressures, but you're also saying a big yes to yourself, your peace of mind, and to a life that truly resonates with who you are. And so as you know, I'm always going to give you a challenge because I want you to practice living an emancipated life. So this week, I challenge you to find one scenario where you typically feel the pressure to say yes. And if it doesn't align with your well-being or what you have on the agenda for the day, I want you to bravely and kindly assert yourself by saying no. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for being a part of the Girl Emancipated Podcast community. Together, we are breaking free from limitations, embracing our authenticity, and empowering ourselves to live the lives we're meant to live. Remember, hit that subscribe button, share it with your friends, let your girls know that I am sharing these gems to help you all live an emancipated life. You can also follow me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at I am 
am Coach Veronica if you'd like to stay connected. And if you want to be a member of the Girl Emancipated Insiders community, where we will dig deeper into the episodes and support each other in our desire to live an emancipated life, go to Facebook and search for the Girl Emancipated Podcast community or go to the link in the podcast episode summary. I'd love to connect with you there. Next week's episode is about the rise of self-care practices as a way to prioritize oneself. So before I go, I want to leave you with this. Every no you say is a yes to your well-being, a yes to your values, and a yes to the life that you wish to create. So go forth Embrace the power of your voice and let it shape the world around you. Here's to a life where boundaries are celebrated and our inner strengths are championed. Bye for now. Hey.